0: back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the ACC football kickoff event. We are coming at you once again live today from the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina. It was all the Coastal Division guys yesterday. It's all the Atlantic Division guys today. Statewide listeners remember Dave Doran of the Wolfpack next hour, Dave Clawson of the Deacons also next hour, Bobby Petrino later this hour. And joining us now is the only new face among the 14 head coaches in this great league, he has a fascinating story to tell. Superstar quarterback for Western Kentucky, where he was recruited by Jim and Jack Harbaugh. Now he steps into the shoes at Florida State. Both of his predecessors won national titles there. Bobby Bowden and in Jimbo Fisher's case, won Willie Taggart. Not only welcome to the David Glenn Show, welcome to the ACC. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. When you think of the last two guys who had your title, or had that office? They both won the national title. Is that exciting? Is it intimidating? Or is it both? Uh, it's,
1: it's exciting. You know, it's not intimidating. It's exciting um, because it's something that you always wanted. It's something that, as a young coach, as you you get older and, and as you rise in your career, that's somewhere you, you want to get to a place where you can want win a national championship. I think every coach wants that, you know. And I've been privileged, have the privilege to be able to be the head football coach here, and knowing that those things can can get done here. They've been done in the past, recent past, and uh, knowing that you can get it done here. So I'm really excited about having the opportunity to lead our team in one of them.
0: Another part of your story, I mean, people remember you from Oregon last year, very successful at South Florida and your alma mater, Western Kentucky, prior to that. If we go all the way back, you grew up in Bradenton, Florida. That's where you were the high school superstar. When you think back, what what were those early impressions? If you were a young guy like Florida State football. How did it register on your radar back then as a young man?
1: Well, that was the school to go to. I mean, you grew up in Florida. That's kind of like the only school you knew. I didn't know any other school but Florida State. Really? Miami and Florida. Okay. You know, Those and, three. And, and, and I knew Miami and Florida because they had to play Florida State.
0: Right. You know, so um,
1: <laughs> that was the team I grew up, love I had friends that went to Florida State. My high school coach had played at Florida State, you know, Um so that was the team that that you, that you just drew to you, you drew to um, love, and and then what Coach Bowden was able to do. I mean, they just won all the time, you know, and they had great players all the time. It was kind of like that's where you want to be, that's where you want to play and and be a part of, you know. Growing up, unfortunately, I wasn't allowed to. Um, be a football player there, Coach Bowden, not recruit me. And um, <laughs> when I met him, I told him he probably would have had another national championship if <laughs> he recruited me. <laughs> you know, but um, <laughs> no, it, it, it's, it's great and it's it's so surreal, you know, growing up and just loving Florida State. And uh, if anybody knows, they know my love for Florida State has always been that way. I've I've won a lot of um, lunches off Florida State, you know, <laughs> and um,
0: and so um, it's it's. It's fun to be back. Willie Taggart, Florida State Seminoles. Follow Coach on Twitter, at Coach Taggart. We, talk, we talked year after year with Bobby Bowden. Such a fun interview and a good guy. We think of him as like the guy in his 60s or 70s. You're 41 years old. You're the youngest head coach in this powerful football conference. How do you make youth an advantage rather than a disadvantage? it's um, a great question.
1: You know, I don't. I don't know how you do that. I, I think the only thing you can do is be yourself, you know. And um, I—that's all I try to do is be myself and, and, and learn from the things that I, I've, I've learned from other people and learn from experience, you know. And um, I'm 41, and I can—I can't do anything about that. My <laughs> mom and dad decided to wait then to, to have me, so. <laughs> um, but, but you just you try to learn from other people, you know. And, and, and I know one advice I got from Jack Harbaugh is just be you. You know, don't try to be anyone else. You know, And that's what I do. I mean, each and every day I be me. I'm, I think people that know me since I was a little kid, I hadn't changed other than just growing, growing up. But I hadn't changed who I, I am. I mean, I like to say that a lot. People say I'm different. I'm not different. I just I grew up.
0: You know? Well, hey, you got energy. A lot of old guys around here. You have more energy than all those 60-somethings, probably. And I'll bet you if we had, like, an on-field competition, would anybody here bet against Coach Taggart? I mean, I'm, uh, he's a quarterback, so he'd throw the ball better <laughs> than everybody else. But I have a feeling if we asked you to catch it or run it, you'd do that better than all these other coaches as well. You mentioned the legendary Harbaugh name, right? So, I, if I, you correct me if I get these wrong, but Jack Harbaugh was the head coach at Western K- mm-hmm. Kentucky. Jim Harbaugh was one of the assistant coaches and your recruiter. Just share whatever you remember about your recruitment and and maybe what you learned from them as a coach yourself at this stage.
1: Um, I can remember coming home from track practice one day, and uh, my sister told me, uh, you got a phone call from a guy named Jim Harbaugh. And the name rung a bell. You think Jim Harbaugh, that's a quarterback at Chicago. It couldn't couldn't be him, (laughs) you know. and she left a number and, and said he wanted you to call him back. At the time, we didn't have long-distance phone calls, so I had to go to the payphone and call collect. Oh wow! You know, and uh, I remember walking to the pay phone, just thinking Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh. That's the only one I know plays for Chicago Bears. It just can't be him. <laughs> so um, I called him back. Jim answered the phone. Uh, and he asked me if I knew who he was, and I said, Well, the only Jim Harbaugh I know plays for Chicago Bears. He was like, "That's me," and I'm like, "You're yeah, right," you know. And then he put his dad on the phone and uh, Coach Jack Harbaugh. He he kind of he told me he was the head coach at Western and how Jim became a coach for him and all. And so I, I the next day in school, I I went to my head coach and and I told him that guy by name say who say he's Jim Harbaugh called <laughs> me and that he worked for his dad and. Can you check that out? He did. And he's like, yeah, um, his dad's the head coach there. And at the time, he really didn't know Jim was an assistant, but he did know that Jim's dad was the head coach there. So Jim came down to the school and um, finally met him in person. And um, that same year, we had Florida Mr. Football there, who was the big man on campus. But that day, I felt like the big man on campus. Being a, a high school kid and you're, you're, you're walking with an NFL quarterback, you know, he felt pretty good walking through campus that day. <laughs> you know, But um, it was – it was great, you know. I think from the time we met, uh, we just hit it off, you know. And he was so genuine um, as a person, and, and, and it just stood out to me because every day I got a call from Jim, and I didn't have to get that call from him. I mean, this guy playing the NFL, he can be doing a lot of other things, but he took the time out to, to get to know me and my family and spend time with them, and um, that said a lot to me and my parents. You know, that don't happen to us often, and, and again, he was so genuine. You know, you wouldn't expect that. And, uh, but it showed you, too. I mean, I know for me personally as, as a coach now as I got older, well, when I started coaching this, that's the way to be. I just saw how he changed my life, but more importantly, how he truly cared about me as an individual, not necessarily what I can do for him.
0: Florida State coach Willie Taggart is joining us. For those who don't know, the Harbaugh-Taggart connection helped Coach Taggart become an award-winning quarterback And his alma mater retired his Jersey in honor of what he accomplished there with the Harbaugh's leading the way every successful person has a story to tell about something that went wrong that allowed you to learn and get it right later so you're the Florida State coach that's one of the better jobs in the whole country I've heard you tell a story that when you first interviewed for a head coaching job you felt like you flopped it Mm -hmm. so Everybody likes to feel better that guys like you who are successful had a bad day yeah. So tell us about the bad day and how did you learn because cl- clearly you've you're interviewing well these days
1: well um, um, At the time I was 25 years old and we had just came off of winning a national championship at West uh, Jack Harbaugh uh, decided to retire and you know and then our ad and um, president asked me to come in and interview and I knew one day I wanted to be a head coach. I didn't think it would be that soon. I, that was in the plan, but not that soon. And so um, I was nervous, you know. Um, I went in there and I figured I had to have this book and everything on how I'm going to run the program. And I didn't have one. And I tried to put something together, and that was god-awful. And um, as I sat there in, in the meeting with the president and the AD and, and all, we were, we were talking and, and the plan and everything. and. Every question they asked me, I was sitting there like, oh, <laughs> uh, That's a man. bad feeling. Oh. And it's just like, man, I just, I, I walked out of there. I felt so bad with myself because usually I'm prepared for everything. And I felt bad. And I told myself then that uh, next time I had an opportunity, I'm going to make it hard for them to, to tell me no. But what it did for me personally was it let me know someone else was looking at me as a head coach. They thought of me that way. So I needed to prepare myself. To be that you know if they thought enough for me to bring me in there those opportunities are going to come and i need to prepare for that so the next time it don't i don't do that to myself so i did internships i did an internship with the raiders i did an internship with the eagles and they were great uh learning how to run programs and organizations and and then i did an ncaa coaching academy and and, um minority coaching academy and when i went there um, the speaker that day was was uh, Ward Manuel, the the, the athletic director at Michigan now. And he was the AD at Buffalo at the time. And he came in and spoke to the group. And he said, uh, you always hear how minorities can't get a head job and we're not getting opportunities and all. And he was like, uh, that's a bunch of baloney. Guys are getting opportunities. Guys are just losing the job on the interview. They're not prepared on the interviews. And that stood out to me because when I was 25 years old, I was that guy that he talked about. I wasn't ready for that interview. I wasn't prepared for it. I probably could have been a head coach, but I wasn't prepared to show them that I was ready for it. And and so when, to hear him say that, uh, that just inspired me even more to just, again, prepare myself and do the things and not make any excuses for not being a head coach. If I wanted to be one, I had to do the things that it takes and sacrifice some things to, to do it. And uh, from that day on, I had a notepad, and I wrote it in every single day what a Willie Tiger coach football team would look like, and where it comes to discipline, academics uh, budgeting, everything whenever the ideal come up, I wrote in it whenever I heard Jim Harbaugh say something in a meeting that was pretty profound. I was like, I wrote that down you know to where I had a book, and I can articulate that entire book, so when I went into um, a meeting uh, interview I was ready to roll and, and fortunately I got that opportunity with the same people that that uh interviewed me that first time. I had an opportunity uh, again and and knocked it out in the ballpark.
0: His name is Willie Taggart. He is the first-year head coach of the Florida State Seminoles. Coach, thank you very much for your time today on the David Glenn Show. Good luck this season, and welcome to the ACC.
1: Hey, thank you guys very much, and have a great day if you want to.
0: Right back at you. Coach Willie Taggart, legendary quarterback at Western Kentucky. Success at Oregon in the Pac-12, but only for one year, Florida State. Vacancy came open unexpectedly for him. South Florida, four years of success. His last year with the Bulls in the American Athletic Conference, 10-2, 7-1 in conference play, and a national top 25 finish. Prior to that, he was the head coach at his alma mater, Western Kentucky, in the Sun Belt Conference. So he is the youngest. He beats Virginia Tech's Justin Fuente by just a few months. They're both 41 years old. He has huge shoes to fill. Jimbo Fisher won ACC titles and a national title with the Seminoles during his eight seasons as their leader. Bobby Bowden, of course, one of the greatest coaches in college football history, 34 seasons at Florida State, couple of national titles, a record number, double-digit ACC titles. Those are the shoes into which Willie Taggart steps. Some see a lot of talent, and I think they're right, uh, in Tallahassee right now. Can you immediately build a connection between players and coaching staff so that you can maximize that NFL caliber talent that is usually on hand in Tallahassee. That remains to be seen. Last year, obviously, was a massive disappointment for Jimbo Fisher's Seminoles. After an incredible run of consistent success, they kind of crashed back to earth. Remember, they lost DeAndre Francois, their starting quarterback at the very beginning of the season, and it was just sort of bailing water from there. So he steps into a talented situation, but one where guys had the jolt of a disappointing season, one very unlike the Seminoles a year ago. He will have talent to work with. Will that talent allow him to have uh, a, make a run at – even Clemson in his own division or at a trip to the ACC title game or even more broadly, a national top 25 season, we will see Willie Taggart, first-year head coach of the Florida State Seminoles. Appreciate him dropping by shortly after Dabo Sweeney of Clemson and Steve Adazio